All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, especially to the girlies who watch us on YouTube, who are into the visual aspect of this whole thing. Girl. Y'all, our camera just stopped working on us. It Um, died. So if you've noticed that we haven't had video footage or video content on Instagram, it's because the girls were down and out. But now we are back up and running. So not only are we back, we're better. We're better. Okay. We came with some new technology. Sleek. Can't keep a bad bitch down. Sleek tech. Can't keep a bad bitch down. Yes. So welcome back, y'all. It's good to see you. Welcome. It's good to officially see y'all. New week, new team. Where we kiki with you when you kiki with we. We. Yes. How are you? How are you today? How am I today? Today, I am alive. Okay, Maya. That was giving very much like <laughs> Maya Angelou. Today on this day. <laughs> no, today I'm alive. I'm doing good. Um, working through the overwhelm that I have mentioned still mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the white man gig. Trying not to let it take me completely under. A deliverance is occurring. And I can't wait to Claim share the news. Claim that. Claim that. I can't wait to share the news. And I need you all to get on board. Because we need to be set free. I am like a caged bird, honey. Yeah. I am like a caged bird. I feel it. Yeah. I feel like now I was in the cage, At but now point, I'm shaking you, yeah, you, <laughs> I'm shaking the bitch. You big King Kong energy. <laughs> you me it's um, no longer giving bird. Okay. Shaking it. You're not a bird. And you know, piggyback on your... um. On your um, romanticizing your life. Yeah. I have realized that I am in my me era. Okay, come on. Cue the Maya. It's all about me, bitch. It's all about me. Forget about it. And I'm not afraid to say it. You know, our good friend Jessica Rose, she posted something today talking about how people try to weaponize the word selfish. Mm -hmm. When people like call you selfish. I'm okay with being selfish right now. I'm in my me era. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how I'm doing. We're thriving. We're how living. How are you doing? Okay. Switch it up. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm feeling really good. Okay. I'm feeling really good. Uh, I'm excited for the month. I shared this before. Was this on the check-in? That I'm excited for the month? I don't know, but tell them here. Tell them again. <laughs> Screaming from the mountaintop. Um, yeah, excited. I'm excited for the month. It's September. So many things are on the horizon and I'm just really honestly so excited and not only ready, but like prepared. You know what I'm ready for? I'm ready. I'm just, I just bogarted your your Right, and that's going to be great for today's episode. What? Oh, shit. What? What? I'm 
ready to just be even more intentional and really do some like intentional manifestation manifestation mm-hmm. you know how we'd be like i manifested that i manifested that but really like making it clear yeah it was manifest and seeing it come to fruition yeah the things sure. that i want for my life for sure um yeah i talk about ease a lot in my life but i realize that i as much as i desire it and i need it i don't lean into it enough for myself meaning in certain areas where I just know I don't want chaos, the explicit ways, like in my relationship and my friendships. And when I say chaos, I'm referencing drama or like just contrast. Um, I feel like I am good at making sure that those dynamics are easeful, right? I don't engage with people who bring bullshit into my life. If it's not what I like, I can cut it off. But I want to, going back to the romanticizing of my life, really lean into like that softness and easefulness, like reading when I want, like just taking slow moments, taking slow moments. That's what I mean by ease, you know? So I'm really trying to lean into doing more of that. Like I seen this girl at the beach. She had her umbrella up. I'm just thinking of of the intentionality that it took to get there by herself. Yeah, for right? sure. She had to get her umbrella. She had to pack her bag. She had her book. She was just in her vibe. And I said, yes, I can see myself doing that. But a lot of times I will keep myself from doing that because I think about all the work that it takes to do it. Mm-hmm. And then all the time it's going to take. And then I'm going to get there and then I'm going to be ready to go. And then I just want to slow the fuck down and like not even worry about time passing. Right. That's the type of vibe I'm trying to be in this month. Okay. And um, I'm trying to grab it when I can and not let my not I don't want to say predictable but like routine of a nine to five job steer me away from doing those things because we will use that as an excuse right like I don't have the freedom I mm-hmm. work nine to five mm-hmm. other people they don't have a, a schedule like mine so they can go out and do the thing right but I'm trying to find my freedom within my nine to five because right. for the time being, I, I, I have a nine to five and I, and I love having a nine to five. It serves the purpose of, of why I need it right now. Right. And when it's time to transition from this space, I will be ready and grateful and, you know, prepared to move on. But I'm trying to make sure I, I integrate a lot of the things that I want that will make my life feel fuller and more easeful while I have my nine to five. I feel you. So, yeah. It's the intentionality piece. <sighs> She's it re- that's really what it takes. Mm-hmm. Being aware of the things that do bring you joy and, like, trying new things to see what those things may be. Because maybe they're not what they once were. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, And just really carving out the time in the space for those things. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. I'm tired of running with a chick like a chicken with my head cut off. Girl, on. I feel you I'm on tired. that one. Like when you wake up already kind of frazzled. Thinking it's like, about girl, what you how have the to fuck do. you wake up frazzled? Mm-hmm. This is a new day, a new opportunity Yeah. to create the life or even just the day that you want. The day. We can create the day that we want and those days add up and we look back and we say, wow, what a I did that shit. Right. Um, yeah. Slowness is available to us. It's available to us. Slowness is available. And also, we've been talking about stepping into boldness. In addition to stepping into boldness, I want to step more into my not giving a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Talk. You know, like when I'm out, take a picture of me. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. capture it. Mm -hmm. Let's take however long it takes. We don't care who's looking. Yeah. We're standing over the food and we're taking all the pictures into, you know, like it's just something inside of me that makes me feel kind of like, oh, my God, like, should we just dive into? No. Yeah. But I think we also need to get better. We we are really present. Like we're super present so much so that we don't capture. And I think that it's such a difference from once where we once were right before at one point social media had taken over our lives and nobody was present because everybody was on their phone but we have become so present that now we don't have any way to document the memories like exactly things that we, it's like so many things happening now and it's like damn i ain't got no photos in my phone right i got a bunch of screenshots shit that i'm posting for the instagram right nothing of what actually transpired over the month um so really using our technology our phones our social media platforms as a tool like a document of sorts, a mm-hmm. yearbook. 
the personal magazine. I loved how you said that. Yeah, a personal magazine, a personal yearbook for you and your friends. So um, I think we definitely need to get back in the habit of taking photos of one another, capturing like candid moments like Jackie yesterday at family night. I was going to say that. I love that. Although it's still like a little... Y'all know I'm taking photos. You're just still capturing the moment. Like We need that. We have so many family nights. Mm-hmm. We're going to look back um, when this time passes and when these pictures, we need these pictures the most. Like, wow, I'm so glad we documented yeah. that. Yeah. So we have to get back into our documenting bag. For sure. An intentional way. Um, and without yeah. the anxiety, you without, know? Yeah, without the anxiety. Because right now, I, if I'm honest, there's some anxiety coupled with it. Whenever a camera turns on me, I'm like, oh, my God. But you got to get a little more comfortable. I get it. I am too. I just get super goofy. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, did you get it? Okay, just right. I hope it turned out good. Turn it into a goofy ass. Right. <laughs> I'm like, damn. What the fuck? The bitch, you ain't got no swag all of a sudden? Right, girl, tap like, where in. Does on the swag it, go? On it. Where does the swag go? I don't mama? know. It's like it just leaves and I'm a Leave shell of myself. Yeah, I'm a shell just... of myself. It's like I just turn into a shell when the shit turned to me. You just turn off <laughs> the camera and where then put the battery back right. in my back. Damn. But yeah. Jesus. Ready. Ready, ready, ready. So ready. Um, I will say that I'm also ready for El Salvador. Oh, already. yeah. Already. I'm Definitely. already ready. Um, y'all, we our limited availability, the spots that were available for the uh dis the deposit. <laughs> the discount. For the uh discount that we had offered for the deposit sign up, those are gone. Y'all came, y'all sh- y'all the showed Justin the fuck Timber, out. Like, yeah. Gone. And um we still have a few sign ups available. We do. A handful. I think the retreat is a little less than halfway. Uh, a little more than halfway books booked so if you're interested if the experience is calling you if you feel like you want to connect with some like-minded women and just really go out and take a leap of faith and build some awesome connections that can likely turn into lifelong friendships um i think you should lean into this experience this is going to be amazing we will be there for two weeks in el salvador in the jungle doing the things that girlfriends do so excited for that same what a what a blessing yeah what an opportunity yeah for the people who are treating themselves to the retreat mm-hmm. and for us being able to curate and hold this space for 40 women. You heard her right, motherfuckers. 40, <laughs> 40. And our moms are coming like this they is are. a this is a moment. It is. This is a moment that deserves to be celebrated. Celebrated. So, uh, again, if you feel like hmm, that sounds like something I would be interested in or if you don't even know what the fuck we're talking about, and this is your first time listening click the link in the description box and get all the tea so you can join us on our um she connects unlocking sisterhood retreat where we are gonna outdo all the other retreats oh period period that is what we're doing we are girls with taste i'm gonna toot our horns yeah beat beat whatever the fuck the horn toot toot Mm -hmm. please believe and understand that this experience will be nothing short of amazing yes because I'm we don't tolerate we don't tolerate anything other than that yeah i'm confident in that um so yeah join us we'd love to have you it's a pretty seamless process to signing up so don't be afraid don't let that stop you yeah um and for our patreon mommies there's a discount code for you there is that goes towards your last payment um, speaking of Patreon, if you love what we do here on this main platform, you're going to really eat up what we are serving um, over and on leave Patreon. no crumbs over on Patreon. It gets a little deeper. It gets a little bit more personal, personal, um, because the community is a little smaller, a little close knit. We love our girls over there. There's affirmations, playlists, uh, just a ton of bonus goody content. Uh, let's shout our R. We have a new patron for this week. Her name is Lauren. Thank you, Lauren, for joining us over on Patreon. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate you, girl. Thank you for being a part of the gang. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to Patreon, we uh, love and adore all of you who have taken the time to leave your ratings and your reviews Mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Also, Spotify, we are running it up over there. Let me look, because I gave y'all a challenge. There was a challenge. An assignment given. And it I want to see if they understood it. But honestly, truly. Do y'all give a fuck about us? Please do. Because the ratings and the reviews, they help us tremendously. We all know what a rating and review does. If you're a Yelp girl. Yeah. You know what a rating and review does. 
Okay, we're we're doing what the fuck what we, we need doing? to do. What we're we at four hundred seventy-five, and I said that we wanted to be at five hundred by the end of the month. Oh, really? I thought you said six. That hell, fucking no. Okay. Let's run it back. <laughs> this that? is the time where we're gonna go. <laughs> I think it was five. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the girls are still holding strong at a five star. Okay, so yeah, we are encouraging you all to rate us over on Spotify. Super easy. Download Spotify. You can listen to the podcast for free over there, Mm -hmm. as well as your other favorite podcasts and the music that we all love. It's so easy to do. Let's do that. Let's Let's show the Spotify girls that we are those girls there as well. We're coming over. Yes. We're running shit. We're wrecking it. We want to see y'all over on Spotify. Mama's Home. Remember Um, that song by Usher? Daddy's Home. Okay, here's a fun fact. I was actually in the club when he shot that video that night. Oh, yeah, you told me. Was it Guys and Dolls? No, it wasn't Guys and Dolls. It was, uh, I can't remember. But it wasn't Guys and Dolls. Okay. It was a different. Girl, we, I heard that song, Loop, baby. I was there then. I just want to hear your attention. I love when it broke it down and everybody said, hey, 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 daddy. Hey, 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 daddy. Hey, hey. Hey, Daddy. Yeah, of course. Usher has been in his back for some... I got to get to that. Um, we'll speak about that. On or she off. She got to reveal something <laughs> to me. She do. That's what she, That's why she said that. On or that. off. Go ahead. On or off. Okay, so Andres wants to take me to do that for my B-Day, mm-hmm. but... I have put it... You, what the fuck? The air conditioner right, in our so office, loud. our studio? Disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But I have put in a request for two tickets to go back in March. Because, you know, this is the thing. Hold on, hold on to this thing, face. <laughs> the thing is, the last show is October 29th. Okay. And that's probably likely when we're going to have to go because he will be out of town until like the 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to be on a little hiatus. Uh, Usher will be. But he comes back in March. Okay. Okay. So I feel like. That's fine. That's fine. March or, or I have something else. I have something else that I'm cooking up. What? That needs to be That's uh, that needs to be cooked. So I, it's in the oven. Okay. It's in and I and I brought it up yesterday. Okay, okay. And it gave I would never pay for that. I got that for y'all. Okay, cool. Period. I, okay. I better have said y'all. <laughs> Cause Germany would be like I would never go I'm there by kidding. my I would never go there without you, so don't even fuck up. Okay, with I like me. to hear that. That's what I like to hear. Okay, go ahead, enjoy Usher. I'm gonna be out of town anyway. What? I told y'all I was going to Howard Homecoming. Now she's acting like I didn't tell her. I told you that. Remember when we were talking at in New York or somewhere? And Alicia was right there. Alicia was right there. It came, up, right as there. It right came up, there. up as a thought. It was And you never said confirmed. you better not be there for my birthday weekend. I said, of course I wouldn't be there for your birthday weekend. Remember? Are you serious? Are you truly serious? You're, we're not going to do this. Oh, wow. We're going to talk, y'all. We're not doing this. But we are going to do it. It just won't be done here. Okay. Well, we'll do it then. Anyway. Yeah, a squeeze of source needs to occur. A squeeze <laughs> of source needs to occur. We gon' we gon' we gonna I'm gonna get you together. She's so sick. Yeah. So anyway, girls, back to the good vibes. <laughs> back to the good vibes. What are we doing? Last week. Okay, yes. Last week, y'all, we kicked off a brand new series. I'm su- super excited. It's been a while, a month, but since we've been in our series bag, but we're here, we're back, and we're better. We so, new series, sharpening your tools. We're just getting back to the basics. We had to. We really did, y'all. Uh, and thank you for being patient with us. But last week, we chatted about change and growth yes. and how we can create pathways to implementing the change that we truly want to see. So um, you girlies really were feeling the episode. You're loving the start of this new series. We're all really excited to just have a reset of sorts. Um, and we're continuing that same energy today. That's what we're doing. We're continuing that same energy today. And we're... <laughs> I was waiting on you. Yeah. And what are we talking about? Okay, today. Because <laughs> y'all know this is not my part. But I can make it my part. Yeah. So... Um, Today, y'all, we are talking about the importance of small talk and creating meaningful or having meaningful conversations. I feel like this episode is for me. I feel like it's for all of us. It's it's for all of us. Yeah, it's it's for us. So whether you're like a chit chatting kind of girl or you really despise small talk like a lot of us do, there is really a benefit and a, a benefit to developing a skill around 
being able to small talk in a good way, yeah. right? Having meaningful, meaningful conversations um, that don't have to always be super deep, but need to be meaningful enough to establish some sort of bond and common ground between us, everybody who's here. That's what conversation is for. That is what it's for. But if I have to be honest, I... You sm- hate a small talk. <laughs> You're this girl. You hate a fucking small talk. Really, the thought of it just makes me, like, cringe. I'm like, oh, my God, whenever, you know, this type of situations that um, normally will present small talk, right? I've mentioned time and time again, being on those dating apps, that's like small talk central. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. don't know these people. You have to start somewhere. And there's so many conversations that are very small mm-hmm. um, happening at the same damn time. So there's that. Um, of course, when you're trying to meet people, there's a small talk element. People just, you know, sparking conversation randomly wherever you're at. There's that. And every time I'm like, oh, my God, like, when is this going to end? How is this going to end? And I kind of hate that. You, know? you hate that about about yourself or about small talk? Like, what is it that you don't like about small talk? That it feels forced? Sometimes it feels forced. It feels kind of dead end. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I feel disinterested in the conversation that's taking place. Yeah, it's a variety of things that make me feel like I that make me feel like I do not like small talking. Yeah, that you don't enjoy it. I feel like for me personally. I cannot small talk. It's so hard for me. You know, y'all, when it's time for us to meet somebody for the first time, I be having to rehearse the small talk in my head. I'm like, okay, what the fuck are we going to be talking about? I feel anxious in my inability to really small talk. It's really the skill is so weak. Like, I don't, I'm not a master of it. I don't yeah. have the, you know, because it's really, it truly is an art. There's an art to being able to. It is to an art of conversation. Hold a conversation with yeah. someone you don't know. With people who are in your life that you have a strong bond with, you know, the ins and outs, the little things. It becomes easy to hold conversation. And, and thus, it's not small talk, right? What we're really trying to work on is being better conversationalists. Because better conversationalists can have small talk, you know, shoot the shit with people, have deep conversations, and, and just kind of go back and forth, ebb and flow. It's just hard for me. A lot of times I feel like, am I am I bringing something worth small talking to the table? Mm. You know? Like, is it, um, would it be a meaningful conversation? Will it be meaningful? Like, I really have a thing around meeting new people and, like, trying to get to know them. I can do it. But I'm thinking, like, are we interested in one another? Is it hit? Is, are the sparks flying? <laughs> like, what? And then if it's not going to be that, if it's not going to be that we're trying to really build something, I damn near don't even care. Right. You know? Like, I'll be like, hey, I don't want to do the small talk thing. But, and then the thing is, like, we dep- it's kind of a disservice because everything doesn't have to be, deep. like, a deep or a spark. It can just be a moment. Right. And even stepping into the space that we're stepping in, I really see the value of learning how to small talk better and get more comfortable with it. Because like you said, that small talk can turn into big talk. Big boss talk. Like, you know, it can turn into big talk and we will sit up and talk amongst ourselves and block everybody out. We will. In order to feel comfortable and avoid the uncomfortableness and then wonder why. Oh, we Why were amongst we- all these people. Why didn't we make the connections? Yes. What was going on? Mm-hmm. Like in our own little world and never step out of and it. And why the network hasn't expanded. Bruh. But I because can truly say. Because there's moments for that network to expand. So there's so many moments. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can say that I feel like we thrive most in our ability to small talk is the strongest at the live show, like that was really a muscle that was flexed. It was like we were working in the room. We weren't necessarily dependent on one another's energy to like carry each other. Right. To carry the com. We yeah. had to start our own conversation. Yeah. It was like, OK, how are you? Where are you from? You know, just really trying to connect with people quickly in a pithy way. Um, and I feel like we did that that really well. And, and I'm hopeful that the more we have these live in-person events that it will allow us to embrace the ability to small talk and get to know people want to get to know people yeah and I always admire people who just are like a good conversationalist Mm -hmm. and who like my grandma 
She can spark a conversation with anybody. She's the woman in the grocery store standing in the middle of the Same. aisles. That must be a, a thing of the uh, girl. The the past generation, yes. generation past. Standing in the middle of the aisles, just shooting the shit. And honestly, I was at Whole Foods the other day, and there was a woman, um, this black woman, and she was not that old. She wasn't much older, but she was just having conversation. And I'm like, I avoid people like the plague. I'm Ray mm-hmm. Charles to everybody in the grocery store. I'm looking at the items. Like, I'm, yeah. it's just like anti-engagement. I'm so bad. Like, ooh, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it because it's my truth. If I spot somebody that I don't know well, but I know them a little bit, I will try to avoid Girl them seeing same. me. Huh? I will go the other Ray way. Charles I'll be like, like, oh my God, I hope they don't see me. I hope they don't same. see me because I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Same. Talk. And you know what? It, it be, it's not because you don't like the person. It's that you know you have to engage in, in that small talk. talk. Like, how are you? How's it been? Oh my God, it's so good. And it's genuine, but I don't want to do it. And I'm always wondering, okay, how is a conversation going to end? That's kind of whack. Like it's gonna, thinking about yeah. how the conversation is going to end before it even starts. Yeah. Like how long are we going to be talking? What are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. We Bruh. have to be in the moment. We have to. We have to be in the moment. I'm so. wondering where this stems from. It has to come from somewhere. It's childhood. <laughs> Everything every, time, every time something's linked back to childhood, you'd be wanting to look at your mama like. I feel like it's something that is specifically for you because you're in therapy. If you really think that this might be rooted in something bringing it up to your therapist yeah bringing it up to your therapist so i will give y'all a little tea if you are a girl who struggles with small talk like we are and many of us are there's likely the possibility that you grew up in a household with that um the conversations were like more surface. emotionally neglectful yeah surface conversation you're probably more familiar with um direct 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 communication. Communication that evokes little to no emotion. So facts, logic, why did you do that? You should do this. It's not really like how do you feel Mm -hmm. or let's have a real conversation about it so that we can go deeper. You probably are just not used to that at all. Thus, you don't know how to do it because it was never modeled for you. Hmm. In my house, back in the day, it was definitely a kind of more directive talk. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not really I didn't really feel empowered to voice um like my it wasn't like a space to say okay so how do you feel about this it was more right. of a like Let authoritative you you feel about it right yeah like this is what we doing so you don't mm-hmm. really have much say so in how it's being done just yeah. abide by and let's move like this yeah versus now I know people are doing the more gentle, gentle or conscious parenting where they create space for the child to communicate how they feel. Even my mom now, like her and my sister, my little sister, definitely have more emotionally driven, deeper mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. about feelings and perspective and insight to where it's more open-ended dialogue yeah. versus just this is what it is, so get with it. Or you could go. Because mm-hmm. that's how, where am I going though? Yeah. But you know, it was more that vibe. Yeah. So definitely I can see how that, how... That could be a thing. What the fuck? Wow, and I was the first. You were the first what? Child. Okay, yeah. You know we the guinea pigs. We are. We are. Helping them knock the dust off. Right. You know, you um, mentioned how your grandmother, your gram, your grand, grandma, you Mm -hmm. call her grandma. Yeah, I call her grandma. Grandma, I know what you call her. (laughs) How she's really good. Um, She's a great conversationalist. And I think we all have at least one person in our lives that is like a really great conversationalist. Like you said, she's parking up conversation in the um, grocery store. She's talking to her neighbor. My gram is like that, too. Y'all, when she gets admitted to the hospital that I work at, I have to remind her, don't tell everybody that I am your granddaughter. Lord. She'd be you know, in the ED. From the you know, my granddaughter's a case manager here. Yeah, you know, on the floor. I'm like, Graham, <laughs> it's unnecessary. The PT comes in. They come out. You know, I. I just worked with your grandmother. Oh my God. Luckily, she's not admitted at my facility often, but okay. I'm like, girl. When you come here. When you come, they know. Right. I'm like, girl, you know I'm low key and you blowing up the spot. Mm-hmm. But she is one of those people who just can talk to anybody super effortlessly. Andres, conversationalist. He can give an amazing toast. He's a, a man with words. They, all these people likely have something in common. 
Great conversationalists have something in common. And one of those things is the ability to empathetically engage with the people that they're listening to. That's important. And talking to, um, you know, that's shown in their tone. It's shown in their body language. They're likely active. They're likely actively listening and just really holding space for the conversation to go back and forth. It's no, there's no time limit on the combo. They're just talking. Yeah. It's like we can we can take it wherever you want to take right. it. Right. And Let my lack of patience often, especially Ooh, with conversations yeah. that I am not that interested in, mm. the, the concern, the empathy won't allow me to ask questions mm. to make the conversation go beyond small Brittany, talk. Your lack because of patience Because I'm just waiting for it to just be over. Rooted I'm in this. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. Your lack I'm of patience ready. is rooted in this. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and... Also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing to help me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words thin phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent. 
giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance. And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more chopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me, I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. Life is sweet and made even sweeter when spent with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with a delicious bottled Starbucks Frappuccino drink. Or for a new favorite sip, check out the full Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee lineup online or wherever you buy groceries. Because with Starbucks coffee, you're always ready for the right now. It's that, and then it's also, like, having that curiosity Mm -hmm. makes you ask more meaningful questions Mm -hmm. to make the conversation go deeper. Like, oh, so I'm reading this book. Oh, what made you read that book? Or I'm going to South Africa. Oh, why South Africa? Like, what 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 about South Africa made you pick pick that destination? And then people likely would be so excited and enthused to tell you, well, this and that. that." Right. I, I really want to be a person who becomes more curious. I don't know if that's some inner child work, um, diving into like just curiosity and allowing myself to be open to explore and, you know, just want to learn more. Um, I need I need to I need to lean into that a little bit more because I like I said, I just don't be giving a damn. I yeah. don't I'd be like, oh, I don't really care. Right. So much so that I don't even be giving a damn about, not I don't give a damn about the details, but the details aren't as important to me because I am not invested in them. (laughs) Yeah, that's that, that's that. I'm I'm not. But yeah, being curious and also like providing more meaningful answers as well. Mm -hmm. When people ask you questions or ask me questions, I can... I can take it a step beyond what I take it you sometimes because I just answer the question sometimes. Same, like, especially when I'm at work. Girl, 
Oh girl on those zoom calls but today you know what i was kind of flexing in preparation for this conversation oh yes come on real life experience yes in preparation for this conversation because it's definitely a muscle that needs to be flexed mm-hmm. and i was given my new hire orientation like i always do because she's an hr girl yes and i was just engaging in small talk asking questions you know like how do you have kids mm-hmm. um where do you like where do you live what are you doing your spare time i'm like my birthday is a holiday to me so i always take my birthday off and so if you want to do that right yeah things like that yes more personable and curious what other people got going the fuck on great conversationalists are positive they have an open-mindedness hopefully an open-mindedness that encourages some open dialogue, right? They're looking at the glass half full. They're they're just a ray of light. Imagine you, bitch, don't be a conversationalist if you a Debbie Downer hoe. Girl. Move ima- around. That I, I don't like that because imagine you say then something you just and people are like, oh, why oh, why would you do something like that? Oh, exactly. That's it's, you know, it's getting the, complainer. Yeah. Complainer. Definitely that. Um, You know who I will say is a great conversationalist? Who? Adrian. Oh, yeah, I feel is. like she engages in small talk really well. Mm-hmm. And I even noticed that Ty, Ty did it at the restaurant. I don't think you were there when we went out to dinner. Um, but the bartender came up and was like, these are the cocktails. And she was asking questions. And he was like, it has gin in it. And usually, you know, we'll be like, no, nah, I don't like gin. She was like, oh, no, I can't drink that because I'll be running all around here. <laughs> you know, like it was just like a little banter. Yeah. And Adrian did the same thing at the restaurant. She was like, you know, there's really a funny story. When we were in New York at a Sunday in Brooklyn. She was like, there's really a funny story to tell. Like, if I had more time, I would. And I'm like, when who did she say that to? To our waiter. I uh, forgot exactly what he was. I don't know. Maybe it was about alcohol, too. But I and I just appreciate when people can, like, hold space for a quick little moment. It's not like, hey, how are you? Bye. Right. It's just like, hey, like, how, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'll have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of the docs in my hospital, one of my docs, love her. She's a neurologist. Every time she sees me, she engages in a really light, small talk that I appreciate. She's like, how's Andres, buddy? She always asks, <laughs> how is he? How's your family? How are you doing? What's going on? What's the latest? And because I like her, I allow myself to go back and forth with her in that way, too. I'm like, how's your family? How's your mother? Are you holding on? You doing good, girl? What's tea? So, you know, we have to lean into that a little bit more. We like, really do. You know, because- connecting with people in a real way. Definitely. And there's definitely room for me to connect like with my coworkers, although, you know, we try to be or I try to be kind of disconnected from my white man gig. It's like you're here. Yeah. So this is a part of your life day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Tap in. Build some rapport. Build some. Engage. Ask questions. Build some sort of better rapport with the people that you're working with for eight hours out of the day. And, and, And like previously mentioned. Small talk doesn't have to be deep. Right. It doesn't have to be so deep that it's uncomfortable. Like, damn, you in my business or I'm in your business and I'm learning shit about you that I didn't even want to hear. No, it just needs to be meaningful for for the moment. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that great con- conversationalist has. What? Confidence. <laughs> Come on. She's confident. Yes. Confident. Like really being able to hold their own in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well informed, knowledgeable, dropping gems, insight. You know, just making the conversation feel so full yeah. in a like a seamless way. It's not in that way that's like braggadocious yeah, or well, both, you know, right? actually. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wow, how yeah. do you know that? Like yeah. sometimes when people say stuff, it's like, you're really on your shit. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you could just drop that gem. Right. <laughs> And like, you know, I go. was watching a movie or I was reading this book. Yeah. And da 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 da. Or I was looking up, oh, you're going to South Africa. You know, I heard about never yeah. even been to South Africa, but you might want to check out da 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 because I heard this is good. And, you know. And it goes back to that curiosity. Right. You know, it, it, all, it all of these the kind of just go into one another. And also with the confidence, it allows you to. Hold your own in the conversation, but also not be dominated by somebody else who might be yelling or talking over. It's like, okay, girl, you're going to have your moment. Yeah. But let me go ahead and have my moment, too. I need to talk as well. You know, they don't dominate and they are not dominated. Because when people get to dominating, I find myself just letting them have it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. We ain't you gonna got the conversation. It's too much. But some people that have confidence, they'll be like, you know what? Actually, I'm talking right now. Period. Shut the fuck so, up. Hold on. In the kind, polite I'm a, way. I'm going to let you speak. Yeah. I'm going to let you say, yep, hold that thought. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find it something, you know, cute mm-hmm. and snazzy to right. say, 
hold that thought. Yeah. Let me say this so I don't forget it. Mm-hmm. And then they got to wait and keep it in their mind. Right. And then when it's time for them to speak, they can. That's how you have a dialogue to where it's not just, okay, this person talking my ear off. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing them. I didn't get to say anything I wanted to say. And now the moment has passed. We yeah. on to some other shit. Yeah. So if you are naturally a, a, a girl who has the gift of gab, baby, if she's just innate, she's a great conversationalist. If we were talking about all of those qualities and you're like, ding, 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 that's me. <laughs> then go you. <laughs> go you. That's not us. That's not us. You get a cookie. Right. But for the rest of us, we have to really flex that muscle, lean in, and more than anything, practice being great conversationalists. So what are we doing? We're offering tips. Uh, and yeah, where are, <laughs> what are they? So first I want to know what to do. First tip for our girlies who are trying to get in their bag this year and next. Active listening. We had a whole episode on the art of listening. And, and one of the real key components of having great conversation is to listen first. Right? You don't always have to be eager to respond like you're listening so that you can hear when they stop and then you can start Mm -hmm. like it's about really observing taking in what's being said being patient allowing the conversation the the conversation in itself to breathe you can show that you are actively listening by nodding your head staying engaged keeping eye contact you know interjecting every now and again when it's appropriate when it makes sense and by minimizing your distractions so don't be all on your phone looking down you know what i'm saying interrupting when they talking Allow people the space to to know that I hear you. I'm listening. I'm tapped in, girl. I'm inspired. I'm connecting with what you're saying. And I'm about to come at you with something, too. Yeah. I'm going to give you something in, in return. Definitely. Yes. Active listening is so important. And I can definitely improve in this area, especially when it comes to remembering names. Mm. As soon as people say their name to me, it's like it leaves my mind. Mm. And then, like, the, those same people will remember my name and in conversation be like, hey, Brittany. Yeah. Or, and I'm like, I feel so fucked up because I'm like, I don't even remember your name to drop it. Yeah. You know? Like, I love that. I, I, I always do that. Remember names? Mm-hmm. That's I good. That's that. a good skill to yeah. have. Yeah. And when I'm done with the conversation, I'll be like, okay, thanks, David. Thanks, Becca. Thank you, whoever you are. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, yeah, I think that's definitely something that you can work on. And implement. That's an easy one. You just have to be aware, mindful. Like, let me catch your name again. And you can even ask, what was your name again? I, I missed it. And then they say it. Thank you so much, Jessica. Yeah. Really appreciate you, girl. Yeah, active listening. For yeah. Sure, for sure. Hey, to um, listen to respond. Bitch. <laughs> so I go on. <laughs> you can tell when people don't not didn't hear shit she was saying and they were just thinking about what they wanted to say for a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Because they say the same thing you said and be like, I said that, though. Right. Um, Another tip is to take a pause before you speak. Mm-hmm. We don't have to speak just to be heard. And there is really power in the, in the pause. Yeah. Ooh. There's power. Come on. Last week it was power in the pivot. This week is power in the pause. It's the PPP. I wish I had a PPP. Yes. Yeah. There's power in the pause. Shot. There's power in the pause. When we take a moment to gather our thoughts, mm-hmm. um, we will find that what we're saying comes across more like we want it to come across. Yeah. Like maybe sometimes you don't take that pause and you're, what you're saying may come across as rude and offensive. Or you know how sometimes you'd be like, I didn't mean this. I didn't right, mean to you say that. That's, that's not even what I really wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> or telling too much of your tea because you just letting it rip. And even when I'm watching people speak, I noticed some of the most powerful speakers, they really do have that pause. Mm-hmm. Like people will be talking and, you know, they're engaging in conversation and they'll be like, yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you this. you know, Right, right, right. One day. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know, it's just like we're just having a conversation. I'm not in a rush. I'm taking my time. I'm gathering my thoughts yes. and I'm saying exactly what the fuck I want to say. And the conversation isn't a contest. And it takes We're not in a race. Like, just slow down. We're, we're talking. And I can I can benefit from taking a pause. Yeah. Because my mind works really fast. I'm like, I got something to say right now. I was going to say that. Like, it's kind of like it takes the anxiety away from the conversation. Yes. Because when you're thinking about what am I going to say mm-hmm. or how is this going to go or I got to say something. You miss so many things. And after the conversation, I realized this with podcasting, especially like with interviewing guests. 
not taking that pause. And when I'm listening back, I'm like, oh. There was a moment for something else to be said there. Or if I was listening and really actively listening, not listening to respond, mm -hmm. but taking in what they said, another thought could have came out or another a story could have been told mm -hmm. or there would have been something else to bring it around and make it more relatable. Definitely. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. That happens a lot. Even doing this show together. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Hmm. Right. You know, because we're so in our head thinking about what we have um, like organized and thought of and prepared to talk about. And of course, in conversation, like it goes a different way sometimes. Yeah. And that's OK. Yeah. And we can lean into that. And and leaning into the fact that so specifically with this, we like to keep the show under an hour, an hour or so. If it gets a little longer than that, personally, I get anxious, okay. especially when we record with guests. I'm like, Brittany, it's an hour and 15 minutes. We got to record. I'll be trying to shorten everything else so that this isn't a long, drawn out conversation. And then you all find the content, still find it valuable to the point where it's like I can get through all of it. And mm -hmm. it's not like, damn, that was long as fuck. Um, but with that. I pull myself out of the conversation the and zone, the, zone. yeah, and the chance to engage in whatever it is that we're talking about because I'm so focused on getting through it fast. Let's hurry up and finish it so that it, it meets the mark. Right. So taking that time to again pause, let the conversation rest, breathe, um, build you know build up some momentum around it. it it's okay. It's okay. So I, I'm learning to do this myself. And really just dialogue, although we're on the mics, dialogue like we do when we're off the mics. Mm -hmm. Like that conversation that we had to like six in the morning oh, when we I were know. in New York. And then like the conversation we had the night before that. That's really how like authentic conversations happen between friends. You start off talking about one thing and then you go to mm -hmm. another topic and then, you know. I really appreciated that in New York, too. I was like, wow, I have great friends and we have great conversation and it's not surface dialogue. They're just like little topics. Like y'all seen what happened with little baby. I'm all <laughs> for a little tea. I'm all for a little gossip girl and a little, right. you know, pop culture. But we were having like some real progressive conversations. Like, what do you think about submission and like modern, modern women, independent women. And like, how do you move in the world like this? And just, just really conversations that, allowed us to hear one another to gain new insight different perspective mm -hmm. and and appreciate where everybody else stood on each side yeah right on each having varied having varied opinions and desires but being able to have a respectful conversation yeah respect is always at the forefront but I really love that like that first day when we were there just chilling like I was like, damn, this was good. It was <laughs> getting good. Um, another tip is to get uncomfortable. So we already told y'all earlier. This is the part for me. We already told y'all this has to be like flexing a muscle. Practice will make, not make it perfect, but make it easier and just make you a better conversationalist overall. Yeah. So use the moments when you are in the back of your Uber or you're walking a dog and maybe your neighbor or someone in the, the, the neighborhood walks by to spark up a conversation, something light. Ask a question and see where it leads you. Um, I was in the back of an Uber couple days ago and I was already anxious because the fucking trip was like 25 minutes away from home it wasn't far in mileage but in LA nigga, yeah, traffic right. so I just wanted to get there I was like ooh, hopefully and we don't talk yeah I, they that, need that feature the they have that feature the like quiet, don't talk right. to me yeah. damn you I have to do that with the um it's with the uber black black yeah she needs to level up. Uber, Uber Black gives you those options. I was just in a standard Uber. Right, you get what you get with that. God, so I was, at, I was at his mercy, right? So I got in and it, immediately I knew he was going to be talkative. He was like, so how's your day going? Did you go to work today? How? I said, how are you? He was like, you know, hot. I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Because obviously yeah. it's hot. He right. would have just said good. good. Right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. And it just turned into one, one thing, turned into another thing. But I was really leaning into just allowing the conversation to happen, right? Like, it's not going to be over. You got 20 minutes. So you might as well just talk. Y'all might as well have a, 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 a an, an interaction. Yeah. And at the end of the, the ride, I felt so good that I released the control 
over not wanting to be spoken to or like, what does he want to talk about? Because his story was fascinating and I felt grateful that he shared it with me. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just in telling me about his daughter and how she recently graduated and, you know, she's the first in the family, so they're so proud of her. There, He was a Latino and how his daughter, just like that she's doing so many things that he's proud of and she's an animator. And I was like, wow. Right. Like an animator? Like I was like feeling so inspired by her going after her dreams, going to college for that, refining her skills and just doing all the things. Period. And he shared a story about how he helped her Bossy. connect. Yeah, connect with another animator who works at Amazon Studios. And I was just like... This was this was person uh, a writer? The person was a writer. Look at that. And it's through her father's conversation and willingness to just spark up combo with his writers that he was able to plug her in and connect her because she had already interviewed with Disney and Nickelodeon. And they were like, you're just not quite ready yet. Your, your drawings need a little bit more sharpening and refining. And the guy who was writing with my Uber driver was talking about his job at Amazon Studios and how he's an animator and how he's looking for whatever it was. And he was like, yo, my daughter. And he was like, tell her to blow me up on Instagram until I respond. Wow. And she respond. He responded and they set up a coffee date. And he's like, I'm looking for people like your daughter. And I said, look at that. You got to be open. You have to. You got to be open. You'll close yourself off if you're not. Yeah. And even to just learning more about people and the way that they live and not thinking that like not having this homogenized view of whatever's going on around you. Right. You know, it's like, wow, people are having other experiences and we only know that other experiences are occurring through conversation. Yeah. So yeah, get, get uncomfortable y'all real uncomfortable we mm-hmm. can get so wrapped up and i got my people like i don't need yeah. nobody else and then wonder why the opportunities and the expansion and the, it's so far and few in between and you you look up and you're stagnant yeah when you have the opportunity to connect and build past you know it's really easy to talk to people when you want something Ooh. you figure out oh, i gotta talk to them for this and then just let it fall by the wayside okay i got what i want mm-hmm. no no. Yeah, got to do better at that. Got to. Mm-hmm. So another tip is to ask open-ended questions. So now this is a good one. Y'all going to th- This here. one is really full. <laughs> it this is. one's full, so I'm going to make sure I'm looking at this so we're giving you everything that you need. Yes. So we can avoid that awkward silence by refraining from asking the simple yes-no questions mm-hmm. like, oh, how are you? Good. You went to work today? Yeah. Yeah. How was work? Cool. Where do you work? Right. Yeah. Yeah, like instead of asking someone if they enjoyed an event, ask them like what was their favorite part of it, like mm-hmm. that they found meaning in. Of course, you know, that causes people, one, to think. Yeah. And the answer that they provide expands the conversation. Yeah. So we're going to learn the difference between vertical and horizontal questioning. Yeah. So vertical creates an environment of curiosity and makes conversation more interesting. This technique allows you to get a glimpse into a person's world, their history, backgrounds, feelings, desires, and preferences. And then the horizontal questions, these are closed-ended questions, which are used to uncover facts, produces direct answers without the need for lots of elaboration. Mm -hmm. So do we want to give some examples? Let's give some examples. So an example of a horizontal question would be, what do you do for work? Okay. You can expand the conversation that you're having by asking a vertical question, which looks like, how did you become interested in the line of work that you're doing? Right. So we started off with the horizontal. Right. And then we take it vertical. You can use them in in conjunction. Right. You can. Or if you just want to learn more about a person, right, you already know where they work. How did you get interested in this? Yeah. You know, are there anybody in your family who does this line of work? Is this a generational thing? Yeah. Um, another example of a horizontal question is, did you have fun on vacation? Hmm. What would you say if I said, did you have fun? Yeah, it was cool. Or yeah, I had a ball. It was good. Had a ball. Right. But a vertical question looks like, what were your favorite parts of the trip? Right. So then it's like, okay, we went to the forest. We Mm -hmm. went on this volcano hike. Then we went and we did the sound bath and like, yeah. Yeah. People are like, oh, wow. And also people... Once you ask those questions, you're learning more about the person. Mm. Okay, they're they're adventurous. They like to hike. They're into sound healing. I'm into sound healing, too. And then another conversation can come from that, Mm -hmm. especially when you're trying to get to know someone to see if something's going to come out of you guys' dynamic. The new friend vibe. Right. It's like, girl, me, too. I love doing that. You went bike riding. I love cycling. We should totally cycle on the weekends. Another example of a horizontal question. 
Where did you grow up? Where'd you grow up? The Bay. Period. <laughs> Yay. Vertical question looks like, what was your childhood like? Now we're really getting into What was your childhood into, like, like in the Bay? Because I grew up here in SoCal. You were in Newark, NorCal. What was the difference? Right. It's like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Last question for an example. Horizontal looks like, do you enjoy nature? Vertical looks like, what types of outdoor activities do you enjoy? Right, because I might like nature, but you, I'm not going kayaking. Girl, and I'm not going camping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not a Andres camper. Like, do you want to go? No. no. I'm a glamper, girl. I told you. If we him, had an RV. I said, let's glam. I'm definitely a glamper, but I've turned down every camping I'm offer. Like, camping? I just I've am turned not a down fan. the last nigga I was dating. <laughs> No, he was totally into that camping. And I mean, like, their survivor-type camping. Like, no. one time. One time. Quick. Like, using a generator? Or do they all use generators? Do, do I RVs think generators are, like, a standard stay, okay. piece of camping. But the thing is, like, so him and his friends, they were supposed to go camping. Like, they cooked their own food out there on the creative fire and yeah. all that other shit. A fire or or Fire. Fire. Not no plate. hot plate. Ugh. Creative a fire, girl. And I guess they had went out there and also they weren't prepared. And mm. I'm a prepared girl. They went out there and they didn't have the reservation on the campsite. Cause you know, you sleep outside, yeah. outside, but you have to have a reservation. They didn't have their reservation. So they did something. I forgot exactly what the term was, but they just had to camp in like a regular oh, place on the side of the no. road. Hell fucking and now one time when we went to the LA forest girl, he took me to the place that they camped on the side of the road and I would not have been able to sleep. I just it's like went something from the wild could have came out at any moment and gobbled their asses up because there's no like no restrictions or anything. Just let's go. There's home. no parameters in place. We didn't do what needed. To I'm be a done. glamper. RV me. Yeah. Put me in a what are those things called? Not a sprinter, but um, an RV airstream or something. Yeah, an airstream know? or an RV. Yeah. Yeah. Same vibe. So, yeah, ultimately, all we're saying is you can use vertical questioning. Mm-hmm. To rejuvenate these dull experiences, right? The mundane. Getting to know a person can seem very like, okay, I just met this nigga. We going on a date. But you can make the the experience exciting for you and the person who you're with. It's like, let's really get to know one another in a way that's not just like blah, typical. Yeah. yeah. So it helps to deepen your connections and it can help reduce that anxiety that we might feel just thinking about getting to know somebody. Yeah. Speaking of dates, I have I was when I was reading an article about small talk, it said that if you're one of the type of um, if you're the type of person who can get a first date, but you're wondering why you don't get that mm. second one, conversation it can be lit. because of the lack of the um, vertical questioning. Mm. You know, it's like the conversation was real one note. They didn't you didn't say anything that was that interesting. You didn't make the you didn't feel like you were interested in them because it was just kind of like oh what do you do? You know the little basic questions. You yeah. got to really. Do you have siblings? Where'd you grow up? What do you like to do for fun? Right. Girl, get deep with me. Yeah, let's let's have a, let's have fun. Let's have a ball. In this moment that yeah. we decided to spend time together. Yes, yes. You yes. can really do that. And build your confidence too cuz you know what, once you get out on the first date and you doing that, you you like, let's get it. Bring all the niggas on. Something about the dates, I I do the small talk. <laughs> Remember that one time I was on a date for like 5 hours? No. When we were talking for 5 hours. Or uh, four. Was that like during the pandemic? Yeah, on the on the yeah. I gotta tap in about that one. You know. you know about it because I told you text me to make sure I'm okay, and you kept texting me saying, "Girl, you still good?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, girl, I'm still good." Right, we multiple still, texts kept going. Right, through. you and then at the finally you said, "Girl, just let me know when you make it right, home safe." I can't keep texting you every hour on the hour. <laughs> I'm like, Brittany, girl, what's up? Okay, I do remember. I recall. I recall. Oh, girl, my God. You grown, child. Let me right. know when you make it in. You know you just got to make sure people ain't trying to fuck Oh, with I you. know. I know. It's giving, where are my people? But I yeah. have somebody. Right. I have somebody. Somebody's checking on me. <laughs> yeah, somebody's checking on me. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, y'all, I think that this has to be, this is just a transformative year for us, for us all. We can decide now if we're going to keep being old, basic bitches that we've been. Right. Or if we're ready to elevate. If it's giving boss. I'm ready to elevate. What is it giving? It's giving do something different. And 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 from the inside. From, ooh, we ain't said that in so long. <laughs> from the inside. On the inside. 
of me. Yes, from the inside. Because a lot of times we think that the overhaul needs to be on the outside. It needs to be the materials. It needs to be the things that people can see, the physical. Like, But it's not that. It's like, what are we doing to really do the internal work so that we feel better on the inside? The and meaningful, that, impactful and it And it shows, right? It's like, I can show up in the world as a better me. And people on the who are attached to me will get to experience they it. They feel that. They'll feel it. So my con- and my confidence is up. I can move through a room full of vultures. Yeah. In this bitch. I can small talk with the best of them. Mm-hmm. I'm more impressionable. I'm building connections. Leave, I'm building leaving networks. lasting impressions. It's Come like on. People won't forget you. You know, I remember. I Although I think c- we do do that well. People really fuck with us. When they meet us, they, they fuck with us. They just don't know what it takes to get there. Right. <laughs> we get in the car like that. They're like, oh, you didn't show up like that. You know what? Because we lead with movement. It might not be a conversation, but we lead with movement. Listen, we're going to bring them in with now, the movement alone. Now, if you can do what you needed to do with a dance or two, Listen. I can get a lot of things done. Listen, we bring them in. We bring them in. I could get a lot of things done. But there's always room for opportunity to be better. For sure. And there's I, I want to be better. You I want to be a better person. This is the time. I want to, f- and I definitely want to flex the muscle to where it's like, small talk. What's that? I just talk. Ooh, bar. We're gym. just talking, having conversation, and I enjoyed it for whatever it gave me and whatever I gave them. And trust, we give them something. I'm really feeling good going into my new year. Okay, yeah. I feel like things are happening. I feel we're like here. We're in a new year. We're in a new year, baby. It's giving a new era for sure. For us, this is birthday. Yeah. The Virgos followed by the Libra. It's birthday season. It's birthday season. It's birthday, it's birthday season. season over here. <laughs> I love it. It's birthday season. <laughs> I love it. I was thinking of all the birthdays in October, and I said, you know, the end of the year, all the birthdays hit. For you. Yeah. For me, too, I guess. I know a lot of people who are born at the end of the year. You don't know that many people with birthdays in October, girls. Two of us. Three. Three? I know you, I know Alicia, and I know Ty. Okay, you do. Grace has been given. And then there's Jack. Okay, you do. You know four. Okay, no tea, no shade. I My mom's t- boo's birthday, he's a Libra too. Come on, welcome, boo. <laughs> welcome to the game. Um, y'all, this has been really and my, fun. And my, my, Michelle, she's a Libra. My mom's friend, Michelle. My oh, mom's I was like, girl, Michelle. who is My Michelle? mom's best friend. Because you said Maya. Girl, you thought you I was about started with Maya, and I'm like, God. girl, you don't know that many, so just I was going to say my God, mom. That would have been appropriate, but I thought you were going to lead with my friend. I'm like, who else do you know? <laughs> I don't know in my head. They don't exist. Anyway, y'all, it has been so good chatting today. It has. I'm feeling good. I'm I feeling inspired. I'm really loving this series. I really feel like my tools are being sharpened, honey. I do. And it's giving iron sharp, sharpens iron. So make sure you share it with your homegirl. Don't be the only person sh- sharpening her tools. Right over here that's showing up better in conversation. Right, and right, they're like, right. what should happen? You didn't share the tea. <laughs> share it, y'all. Um, please tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Share this on in your group chats share it on social media word of mouth is everything oh, we yeah, appreciate it's all y'all. the things it's all the things yeah we appreciate you we love you and we will see you next week bye bye Thank you.